0: Wood, you got called out on your snow-shoveling etiquette today on the show. Very surprised about right, that. Right, by multiple you. people. You seem like you actually angered a few a little, folks. A little spicy. <laughs> we had that going on today. Also, oh, what does it mean if you have a dream and your teeth are falling out? Mm-hmm. We talked about that with Dream Experts to the Stars, Lori Lohenberg.
1: And what makes it feel
0: like Christmas? We did all that today, and you'll hear it all now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. All right, so the whole world is getting dumped on with snow right now, it feels like. And Wood has some questions about snow shoveling etiquette.
1: Now, here's my question. At yes. the bottom of the driveway, and someone correct me if I'm wrong here. The, uh, the hump, yeah. yeah. Now, not even just the hump, but after you get all that done, yes. right? Why am I supposed to take all that junk and then throw it in my yard?
0: What junk are you speaking of, Like please?
1: the slush and all that disgusting water and everything.
0: Okay, what else are you going to do with it?
1: You do what I do. What you, do you shove do you do? it out in the streets.
0: So you shove ice, slush, and water out into the middle of the street. Absolutely. So that everybody can have a treacherous drive as they pass by your house.
1: Hey, you're not going that fast. There's a stop sign right there.
0: Which they Thank can't, you to the mayor. Which they can't stop at because now it's all ice in front of the stop sign. It's on
1: the other side of the stop sign. Now, so I'm pushing it all out there. But seriously, the cars were coming and then going around it... And then kind of shooting me dirty looks as what? if I'm the bad guy here.
0: Why why are you doing I don't understand I don't even understand your logic on this. If
1: you start shoveling all that salt and stuff into your yard, that's going to kill your grass. That's
0: not right.
1: Do you even care? Your lawn looks terrible anyway. Why do you hurt
0: me like this? Because I'm just speaking facts.
1: I didn't I may have let my yard go a little <laughs> away from me this year. I'm going to correct it this upcoming year.
0: The the etiquette I always feel is as much as you can get back in your yard, get it back in your yard. Because otherwise you're just, you're screwing other people's stuff up.
1: Mark just texted in and says that's against the law. What the hell? You see? It's Receiver, like... Receiver, that's against the law to throw it out in the street. No, it's not. That
0: can't be. I think it is. Now, I will say this. Leaf-raking etiquette, I put leaves out in the street because I know the street sweeper's coming by at some point. Not that's all, messed up. Not... Why? Because now that's for sure getting blown in somebody else's yard. No, no, not all my leaves, just the ones that are kind of close to the edge (laughs) are the ones that are in my driveway. I just blow those out into the street. I know the street sweeper's coming at some point.
1: Dylan, I'm with you. It came from the road. Why can't it go back to the road? It's exactly (laughs) right. That's like throwing biodegradable trash out the window. That's okay. (laughs) Well, okay, I
0: agree with that. Mm -hmm. But I think that that's, yeah, look, everybody's texting. That's against the law. Now, I didn't know that. I just thought it was being a good citizen of the Midwest that you don't just put your just slop out in the middle of the street. So let me get this straight.
1: Here I am, minding my own business in a snowplow, not blaming the snowplow driver or anything like that comes by and blasts all that dirt, Mountain Dew bottles, and all that junk into my driveway, and now that's my job? Uh,
0: yeah. You live in Minnesota, fool.
1: Nah, that ain't right. I think that is absolutely my duty to shove it right back in. And now it's a standoff.
0: Look, you can cause an accident. Look, Dude, people are... Look, I told you, don't bring this up on the air because you're wrong. C- Kristen said- texted, it's against
1: the law. My stepfather got a warning one time. Oh, not a warning. <laughs> Oh no! Well, <laughs> well, the thing is, you, you're, you, you have
0: to be, you, you have to think globally, mm-hmm. would? and not just about yourself all the time. You have to say, what will me doing this do to other human beings?
1: Patty takes in, what if everybody does that? Well, then maybe we'd come up with a better solution than then just what? blow it into the Joe Everybody's driveway and letting them take care of it. I would love, I would
0: absolutely love to sit down with you and brainstorm a new idea instead of snow plows. Let's sit. <laughs> because something that has worked for a thousand years, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you got a better idea so that you don't have to spend an extra two minutes. Throwing some slush in near your yard.
1: Now, to be fair, that's why we don't have speed bumps up here. Because I can't imagine a snowplow going along, right. bam, blasting off one of those things.
0: It's funny, when it was raining the other day before it started snowing, mm-hmm. I was like, why don't we have reflective strips like down in the south so I can see where I'm going? I was like, those, those, those probably wouldn't fare well against a snowplow. <laughs>
1: Just ripping those things off 37 at a time. I
0: told you, though, that's the thing. Yes, it's inconvenient to live... Through winter in the Midwest. It just is. And you gotta suck it up. And if you don't like it, then move to New Mexico.
1: Uh, first-time Dexter's checking in here. Oh, so you really got
0: them riled up. I
1: don't think it's a law, but rather a city ordinance that you can't shovel snow onto the road. Uh, another first-time texter, get a snowblower and just blow it into your neighbor's yard. That's from that's coal.
0: No, see, you, got, you, you went too far now. That's not being a good citizen to your neighbors. You now, gotta,
1: I hated my neighbors.
0: I could do that, but I like both of my neighbors. Right. I like my people around. I me. like my neighbors, too. And so I wouldn't do that. And to be 100% honest with you, I don't really think that little amount of salt is going to kill your grass because it dilutes so much. Now, I could be wrong. You are. One time, you know, I used to have a job where I would deliver rock salt for water softeners Mm -hmm. and um, to really rich people who didn't want to go to the store and grab it themselves. And one time I didn't know that I didn't know that salt killed grass. I thought I could get away with this. I was carrying a bag of rock salt to someone's water softener and the bag ripped open and so I just started running I was like oh I'll get there real quick and it won't be so bad there was literally like a path through their yard of dead grass from where I parked the truck yeah, around the house to where their water softener was in like a closet outside see I don't want that but I, don't, I think that dilu, I think it dilutes it so much, you won't have any problems. Uh,
1: Becca coming after you. She says, Kelly, don't do that. Talking about you throwing the leaves out there. Grass clippings and leaves are slippery for motorcycles.
0: I do not put grass clippings out in the, in the street. I make sure those are in my lawn. But the way I look at the leaves is they're out there already anyways. Mm-hmm. They're already out in the street. I'm just adding a little bit to them. I'll
1: blast long clippings out there.
0: I don't do long clippings.
1: You know because, what you all are learning? Stay off my street. Yeah, I'm
0: kind of learning that you're a horrible neighbor. Like, you're literally like the neighbor I hate.
2: Come Wood, on. Wood, people are not happy with you. Hello? Hey, about that whole uh, shoveling snow and stuff into the street, I'm going to give you a little hint. My stepdad's a... Uh, uh retired deputy if a cop sees you shoveling snow out of your driveway or off of your sidewalk into the street yes you can get a ticket it is illegal in the state of Minnesota in any local ordinance there you go that if you do it you will get a ticket and they can charge you a cleanup fee
1: Dang. Well, I will say this. I, Kelly Jordan, am not
3: scared. No, I hell no.
0: <laughs> look at this one. Hey, look at this one. Brandon said, as a snowplow driver, if you messed with my work, I put more in your driveway next time. <laughs> I love that.
1: <laughs> Kelly Jordan says bring it!" <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> All
2: right. You guys have a good one. Be You're, safe later. You, you your, uh, Thanks for the call, tonight. man. You got it. Kelly and Wood.
0: Dream expert to the stars, Lori Loenberg is on with us right now. And Lori, it's been a couple of weeks since we talked.
3: It has been a while. I'm great.
0: And Lori, we'll give how people can get a hold of you and all your socials and everything else at the end of this call. But we got Troy uh, waiting on the line with us right now to give you his dream. Are you ready? All right. Troy, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh, sorry, we had you on hold there yeah. for a little while. <laughs> um, uh, okay. You are on right now with uh, dream expert, Lori Loenberg. All right, great.
2: Good morning, Lori.
3: Good morning.
2: So do you wanna you wanna just go ahead and tell Lori what your dream is? Yeah, so I've been having so I'm um I guess for some context, I'm getting married here in the early spring and i am having these uh, reoccurring dreams. They're they're a little bit different, but they're the theme is kind of the same, which is you know, either at the wedding or right after something, you know, catastrophic happens. And um you know, sometimes it's during the ceremony, sometimes it's right after, sometimes it's, you know, after we're married. But whatever it is, it always ends with some, you know, some something really uh, tragic uh, taking place. And I wake up, you know, startled, and it takes me a while to get my bearings back. And I am just not sure what what to make of that.
3: What sort of tragedies happen in these dreams?
2: It's it's really all over the place. You know, sometimes, um, uh, sometimes I, you know, I, I dream that I wake up and I feel so real and then she's just gone, you know, everything's gone and she's just left me. And so it's stuff like that. And, and one of them, uh, in the middle of our vows, um, <laughs> you know, so I'm crazy, but I feel like my teeth are starting to fall out and I put my hand up to <laughs> my mouth and my teeth start to come out. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, that I, Lori I,
1: laughs at this. <laughs> it's like,
3: ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> this is not an evil laugh. I,
2: promise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, try, no, I know it sounds funny, crazy, but I don't... Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's all over the board, you know. Um, gosh, it's just sometimes I, I you know... She's, you know, she's cheating on me or whatever it is. It's never positive. The, the, the outcome okay. is never positive.
3: Okay. All right. So I, I just wanted to know what, what some of the tra- tragedies were in your dream, because everything in a dream is important. The specifics matter. because They're going to tell us something. They're going to give us information. All right. So. Okay. Let's do the one where your teeth are falling out (laughs) when you're up at the altar. (laughs) So this dream is usually connected to communication. When your teeth fall out in the dream, what are you thinking? Are you having more concern about how you look, or or are you thinking just, oh, my God, I need to keep these in? What are your thoughts in that moment?
2: You know, I think I'm just nervous to be up there. Anyways, You know, in the dream, I feel nervous, and I probably, in real life, am nervous about that moment. And so I just feel anxious, and I feel like everybody's staring. And then, to top it all off, my teeth start to fall out.
3: So (laughs) that's kind of the feeling. Okay, Okay, so you don't have any thought beyond everyone looking at you?
2: Just just that it's a spectacle, right? That everybody, you know, like you've invited everybody that's important to you to come and watch your teeth fall out, or...
3: <laughs> All right. So is there any sort of communication issue between you and your fiance right now? Is there something you've said that you wish you hadn't or is there something you feel like you need to say?
2: Ah, oh, boy, I don't know. I mean, we, you know, we had um broken up right before we got engaged and so that's always been kind of uh, elephant in the room. We don't really talk about that. I, I broke up with okay, her. Okay,
3: that's it. That's what this stream is about. Okay, that conversation needs to be had.
2: Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I, it's awkward, and so we just kind of never really discuss it.
3: Well, you're you're about to make a very very big step in your life that is going to be hard to reverse. So you got to make sure that you clear the air and that's why likely all these dreams have some kind of catastrophic event in them because this needs to be addressed
2: okay now that makes sense that makes sense yeah um okay that that's 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 really helpful i guess i maybe you know have been avoiding avoiding that for quite a while now and and i'm hoping that it'll just kind of go away
3: of that kind of stuff doesn't uh, go away it's not taken care of it's gonna sit there in your pocket it bother you forever you gotta
0: talk about it right well crap
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh good luck
0: <laughs> well Troy we appreciate you being on with us this morning and on with Lori Lomberg and hopefully that uh, hopefully this gives you some clarity on what's going on
2: it does it does I really appreciate it Thanks. thanks for the advice All right.
0: Have a good one, Troy.
2: All right. Thanks, guys. All right.
0: Lori, another success story.
3: Oh, my gosh. I want to know what that elephant is, though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He felt like he was getting a little guarded there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) man. (laughs) That's great. Well, if people want to get a dream analyzed, how do they get a hold of you?
3: Okay, sure. Yeah, so my it's it's my free online instant dream decoding dictionary, and it is whatyourdreammeans.com, dot com. Dream is singular. whatyourdreammeans.com, dot com. Like you said, you just type in the dream, or just symbols from your dream. Click the interpret button, and poof, instant analysis. And you can also find me on social media. All my social media is Laurie, the dream expert, L-A-U-R-I, Laurie, the dream expert. And that's uh, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram.
1: And of course, you'd like to have your dream analyzed. You can text in the word dream right there. It'll kick you back that website right away. So yep. you can get going right instantly.
3: It's Yeah, It it actually, it scratches the surface. Nothing does a better dream analysis for you than actually talking to an expert like myself. Right. Because I can ask you the right questions, and together, hand in hand, we'll go through your dream and completely figure out every single piece of it. And you can do that at com. Just Google Dream Expert, and I'll be the first one that pops up. And that's how you can set up a one on one phone call with me.
0: Laurie, we always appreciate you having you on. This is always just an amazing experience. And uh, we look forward to our next time chatting with you.
3: Yeah, I always have fun with you guys. So thanks for having me on.
0: Kelly and Wood's Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Michigan, North Dakota, population 263. Of course, that's the hometown of the 1945 Michigan train wreck. You can also swing through in August for the annual Michigan Days Festival. That's why Michigan, North Dakota, you get today's Small Town Salute. salute. That was your
2: Small Town Salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning.
1: Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly
0: and Wood. All right, Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on that trashy scale in the trash flash.
1: We are headed to. Florida! Yes. Well, that's where we're actually at the University of Florida, Gainesville, to be exact. That's where we have 19 year old Alberto Araya. Now. Police officers got a video of Araya walking around damaging things, wearing just shorts. He was only wearing shorts and a smile. Well, they got uh, security footage of him damaging an exit sign and some other things, but then he disappeared. So officers show up. They're looking at the security footage. They see him, but they don't know where he went. Okay. Well, that's when they got a 911 call from two students saying, hey, there's somebody in our apartment. They actually had returned to their apartment. When they opened up, they found Mr. Araya buck naked in their living room. Yeah. As you can imagine, the two young co-eds were a little frightened by a naked man (laughs) in their living room and quickly fled the apartment. Well, when authorities showed up, there was no Araya to be found. But there was a pair of green shorts in the living room. <laughs> also, hundreds of dollars of damage was caused inside the apartment. Doesn't say what it was, though.
0: I, I feel like meth is going to be somewhere in this story at some point.
1: As you can imagine, a man running around buck naked. wasn't hard to find. When authorities caught up to him, they, Mariah said, Hey, yo, I was inside that apartment because my wife was there.
0: Okay, He
1: said, okay, well, which one of these gals is your wife? He looked over and says, I don't know. (laughs) You pick. Believe it or not, neither one of them was his (laughs) wife, and in fact, he's not even married. He was quickly taken to jail for accounts of burglary and nudeness, and of course, destroying a bunch of stuff.
0: Right, okay, well... He was on a college campus? Uh-huh. Was he a
1: student? It, I don't know. Since he's 19, he's college age, but after these decisions? Can't imagine he's really checking on the higher learning. <laughs> Is
0: he on the dean's list? All Maybe right, the
1: higher part.
0: Let's give this one a score. We don't know if he's on drugs or alcohol or anything. Can't assume. Okay. Well, all right, let's give it a score. So we got uh, walking around. At first, he was just in shorts with his shirt off. Mm-hmm. That's still trashy. He's uh, damaging things. Out in public, that's trashy. Come on. I mean, come on. Now, unless you're just absolutely gorgeous. If you have the chiseled body of a god, then it's fine.
1: Trust tree. Then we all enjoy it. Did I not find you one time running down a hallway wearing nothing but shorts? That was supposed to be... (laughs) I'm not even playing. That was supposed to be private. No, we were at a water park.
0: Right. I was at a water park. So I guess that makes it a little better. But I was inside the hotel. Mm Mm-hmm. Shirtless, mm-hmm. and I, but I was really thin at the time. You so were, was, yeah. That's when I had like that's when I had lost the most weight with Livia, so I felt fine. So maybe you did have maybe, the body right. of a god. You know what? I'm not going to score him for that. Then, <laughs> whenever I have something in common with the trash flash story, it's immediately null and void. <laughs> all right. So okay, cool. So but destroying things. Mm-hmm. That's trashy. That's true. Destroying public property, super trashy. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll get that 175 points right there. Um, going into someone's apartment you don't know, naked, it's trashy. Oh, yeah. Two hundred points, trashy, on that one right there. Then claiming to just be married randomly to one of the people whose apartment you were in—that's trashy. Trashy. I'm gonna get that 150 points right there. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, he destroyed stuff in their apartment too. Mm -hmm. That's trashy. Another 150 points. Uh, He was arrested. Yes. 75.
1: How about leaving your clothes behind and leaving
0: naked places? That's trashy. Right. So that's. And then okay, we'll add another 125. Okay, and a plus. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Come on. We got a decent score here, Wood. I think you're going to like this one. All right. Our naked, well, not, well, yes, naked gentleman destroying public property earns himself a whopping. 800 points. Kelly and Wood. What are some things that instantly make you feel like it's the holiday season? That's what we have up today in Wood's big list. And people are already texting in some really good ones here we're going to get to in a second. Wood, what would be your first thing that when you see, hear it, smell it, feel it, whatever, you're like, yep, it's the holidays?
1: Honestly, and I I know I make fun of it a lot, it's the commercials with the cars with the giant bows. With
0: the big bow on them. Shout out to the lottery who did that. Like That was a really funny commercial they did this year. I didn't like, see it. The woman goes out to her driveway, and there's just a big bow there. It's like lottery tickets underneath. Hey! <laughs> That's a smart commercial right there. And by
1: the way, if you do get in one of those like work pools where you got to buy tickets from, scratch off lotto tickets. Yeah. Still, the A1 gift.
0: Oh, yeah. I- I've never been mad at getting a lottery ticket. From from anybody. Yeah, like, don't
1: give me like a $10 boot warmer or anything like right. that. Just buy me a scratcher and let me have a little bit of fun. You're right. That is a good gift
0: idea that people overlook sometimes.
1: Sometimes like people like staple some to like a styrofoam cone. It's like yeah. a Christmas tree. Yeah. Come on
0: with it. Last year, my mom gave me some windshield washer fluid that was good to 35 below with lottery tickets tied to it. And That's I was like, it's a solid gift, mom. That's not bad at all. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of commercials, this always makes me feel like it's the holiday season. This goes back to me being a kid. This jingle right here. You all from That's the, a normal song, isn't it? No. Oh, because it's got like a... Warm seasons,
2: you all from Menards.
0: warm seasons Greetings to you all from Menards. That jingle reminds me... It makes me feel like warm inside. Hmm. It makes me. It actually puts me in a good mood. Like the first time I hear that,
1: you know, driving around or whatever, I'm like, yeah.
0: "Holidays are here, baby."
1: Speaking of music, there's actually something musical that kind of gets me in the holiday spirits. Yeah, kids singing Christmas carols.
0: Or how about how about my daughter? I actually recorded this video the other day. Kids doing band concert. This is my daughter's band performance the other day.
1: Sounds pretty good. That's her on the clarinet. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> she's the best one. <laughs> now, because I, I, cause I first of all, she's very good. Make sure you tell her I said that. I will. Second of all, I remember my wife got so mad at me last year. We went to one of my kids, for some reason, had like a choir performance. I had no idea even one of my kids was in choir. <laughs> and she got so mad at me because they had them broken into four groups. Okay. And they started with the 12 Days of Christmas, but only like the one group sang. Were they singing in the round? What's that mean?
0: Or like one like on the twelfth on the twelfth. Yeah.
1: And then they, yeah, the next one's and that's what I saw. Right. And then all of a sudden the second group started, but they started over.
0: Oh, that's that's like a joke one from the group Straight No Chaser, I think, is what you're thinking of. No. Oh.
1: Because I saw it in the second group, and then the third group started, and it started, and I it hit me.
0: On the twelfth.
1: On the twelfth, wait a on the second. 12th. There's four groups. I'm about to get the 48 days of Christmas, and Andrea saw the panic in me. We're gonna be here all night, and she knew I was about to say something loud, like where I was about to start asking, (laughs) "Are they gonna do 48 days?" You know, I'm like looking. I'm like, the the holiday bowl's on tonight, guys. Wait
0: wait a second. Did one group finish it, and then the next group started? Uh, She, uh, are you in a panic at this point? You weren't even registering memories
1: anymore, right? Like my fight or flight. My entire body (laughs) shut down in the fact that. I was about to sit through 48 days of Christmas and I'm ruining I, I, it for my wife for and I, look I'm trying to be a better me. Yes. You're working on it. But let me tell you that was a long sit. Shoot, I I missed who texted this one
0: in. Someone said any Christmas song by Nat King Cole. Mm. Chestnuts roasting Oh man that voice. That's smooth. Man I love Nat King Cole. Uh,
1: KT actually texted that one in Okay Uh, Other texts rolling in Uh, Brittany she says hey you want to talk about commercials What about every kiss begins with K Isn't that their commercials Isn't that all their commercials I think that's all their commercials But I think they have
0: special holiday ones possibly
1: Because they had that one commercial That one one commercial was in my head forever What was that uh, Dr. Quinn medicine woman that wants you to, Let oh, love in your, your heart, heart. Yeah.
0: Why can't she say heart rate? right I dated a girl who looked like Dr. Quinn medicine woman It's all I could think of when we were hanging out I was like I gotta call this off <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did she say hot? Could you buy me a necklace with my heart uh, Other things that are rolling here Charlotte takes in pine trees and of course snow Stephanie yes. oh, go ahead. Evergreen smell So what's the difference yeah. between evergreen and pine
0: I don't know there's all kinds of different Evergreen I think is just a blanket term for like a Douglas fir Or a whatever a scot.
1: Because that's the, that's the candle I brought in here because I wanted a Christmas smell. Right, I'm it telling smells you, awesome in here. That smell right there stinks of Christmas. How about when you're walking
0: through any store and they got those scented pine cones thing? there, like if you go to Michael's or mm-hmm. Hobby Lobby or anything like that, and you just catch a whiff off those pine cones, that always puts me in the holiday spirit.
1: And let me tell you, if you buy those and you throw them in your tree... It'll smell like that for 14 minutes. (laughs) Right. I don't know how the hell they keep that fresh in the store, but they do. Uh, Other what text coming in here. How about this one? Ooh, this is a great call. Where TV stations put the holiday stuff all over their logos. Oh, they'll
0: put like a little holly around the logo?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You see that a lot during football games. They'll have like, you know, the little score bug will have snow on it. How about this one? You'll remember
0: this one. This is definitely some, uh, it's funny how many of these are commercials that remind us of the holidays, but here's another one for your holiday commercials. Here we go. You know what that is? The Hershey Bells. Right, the Hershey, someone texted in, the Hershey Kids is doing. Yeah, Nikki and Becky both texted that in. Isn't it funny how many commercials remind us of the holiday season? The the one commercial that always hits for
1: me is the Cerveza, our uh, Corona one. Oh, where it's just a palm tree with the Christmas lights on? Yes! And they just light that up. I, I swear to God, they bring that back every year. Right.
0: Why wouldn't you? Right. Same thing with the Hershey's thing. That's been going on for years. And the Menards jingle.
1: That's been their jingle as long as I can remember. And honest to God, this is marketing because it just stays right. in your head forever. <laughs> right. Uh, other ones uh, rolling in here. Uh, uh, text. Oh, great one. How about all the TV shows having their Christmas episode?
0: Yes. I. You know what I like, too? The, the ch- corny Christmas music... How about The Lighting of the Tree at Rockefeller Center? Okay. That that one, I love that special. Even though everyone's lip syncing their songs, I don't care. I love it. Brett Eldridge gets out there. He's like become the king of Christmas.
1: Uh, how about, uh, these are a couple from me here. Uh, I absolutely love, 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 love bell ringers at stores. Yes. I just do. I, to me, it just kind of puts you in a good mood. And honestly, it probably puts me in too good of a mood when I'm going into Christmas shop because then I'll just be like, ah, you know what? Yeah. It kind of sets me in the holiday spirit. And in that vein,
0: this
1: is not- Christmas whoop. shopping is super close to Christmas I love the hustle and bustle I love the panic in everybody and yeah. you know the the shelves are kind of empty and you're kind of finding that looking for that one gift and when you do find that one gift that you're like oh yes that now, is
0: perfect man that's a good feeling now would you don't drink so you nope. won't get this one but going into dive bars with bad Christmas decorations that is one of my favorite things Jeez, that's specific it is specific I know but uh, you know what's funny in my bar in my basement that I built I leave like a few Christmas decorations, the cheesy ones up year round. Cause I just love the way it looks. There's a bar in North Minneapolis. It's legendary. It's called Tony Jaros. Mm -hmm. And uh, they make the greenie there and they put up the world's tackiest Christmas decorations. And I love going in there. I love being out Christmas shopping, stopping in for a quick belt. You know, getting loosey-goosey and then finishing up my Christmas. And hitting the stores? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Daddy's got a
1: loose credit card.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Wow, this this made me feel good. That was good, man. Ready for the holiday season. Thanks to everyone who called and texted in on that one this morning. All right, maybe it's just me is where I bring things to the show that only I find interesting. This is another one from your son. Your son texted me another one. He's bringing them, man. Everett knows I need the help. Mm -hmm. Not only does his dad carry me all throughout the day, your son carries me... Throughout the evening it's In the G- I don't
2: like the sound of that Neither do I I don't
0: like the sound of that at all But he did help me out with this one
2: Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does
0: And I mean no one eats. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me Alright so did, I, I didn't know this Did you know that like, carrots used to be purple? Like all throughout the 17th century Carrots used to be purple because they used to grow in the wild Ooh. So why why did we ever start having orange carrots?
1: There are some fancy restaurants that do serve like purple carrots,
0: right? And they th- like if, if there's purple carrots at a restaurant, you know it's fancy because they have to like go foraging. Back? Yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> they need a time machine. No, they have to go like foraging for them because there is still purple carrots out there, but you can pretty much only find them in the wild. So why do we have orange carrots? Well, farmers started growing orange carrots so you could differentiate between. Carrots that came from the wild And carrots that were grown on a farm So now But to this Now I think probably the DNA has been altered so much That's all we get is orange carrots now But if you Like I said If you go out You know rummaging through the woods You can still find yourself A purple carrot out there somewhere No Yes you can Absolutely you can You just said that fancy restaurant What do you think They're dyeing them in the well, kitchen That's what I thought <laughs> why, why would you do that Well because it's different Prince's carrots Why would you want them purple I don't understand but but if you do have a purple carrot, you're getting a little bit more nutrients because it was grown in the way. It's like uh, it's like mushrooms, like some restaurant, some fancy restaurants. Like the chef goes out in the morning before work and like
1: looks for mushrooms in the wild. Oh yeah, but they have like nine people all day. Red and purple carrots are considered eastern varieties. Mm-hmm. And I think they have
0: different like health benefits for you. But then we mostly eat the orange ones because the other ones would be too expensive. That's weird. If it was purple carrots sitting at the grocery store, there's no telling how many men we'd lose trying to collect those things. Yeah, off in the woods, you, you know, don't want that. Getting dysentery, whatever, trying to get your, your carrots.
1: Uh, first time texter Texting in you can buy purple carrot seed for your gr- for your garden.
0: There you go. Might be something worth trying out. I bet they're I bet they're bitter though, or something. Like I just feel like. Like, a good carrot is kind of sweet. The ones I've
1: had taste the exact same. That's why I just thought maybe they just threw a little, you know,
0: food coloring or something. Just a little fancier than an orange carrot on there. I get get what you're saying. But no, they're actually from the wild then. If you see a purple carrot, brother, you got yourself a wild carrot. That's weird. That is weird. And thank you to Everett once again.
1: And I don't know if I would be more likely or less likely to eat them. I guess less likely.
0: I would be 50-50. I wouldn't care one way or the other. I'd be like, oh, cool. Somebody actually had to go out into the woods and find this thing. And how you'd have to know what the foliage on top looked like, right? Yeah. To be able to find it.
1: I'd be kinda of bummed out they weren't grape flavored. Like an airhead.
0: I don't know, man. You always Just saying. We always talk about your son trying to replace you as the alpha male of the family. How dare you. I feel like that's happening. <laughs> Guess what? Now I gotta find him when I get home.
1: Come down, son! Pizza Strength Time! Listen, you maybe didn't
0: find this one interesting. Me and Everett did, and I don't care. I just keep sending them, Everett, because you're making my job so much easier.
1: Mark just texted in, get out in the world, dude.
0: All right.
1: Relax. <laughs> Wait, is he talking to me
0: or you? I don't know. <laughs> Either way, I don't care, man. I'm going to have another one of these for you day after day after day, and I find them interesting, and I don't care if it's sometimes just me, because ha, <laughs> ha. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to the bonus track. Our first break from 540 in the morning. We learned why I was traumatized by snow fights as a young child.
1: Yes. Snowball fights. And also I had one of the coolest interactions with a uh listener yesterday that was just it meant a lot, especially with us leading into the Christmas party.
0: Absolutely, man. I loved it. And now you'll hear it right now. This is our bonus track. We tack it on the end of the podcast, but it's our first break from 540 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. Here's We're doing we, it. Here's my problem, Wood. You want to treat this as a Friday show because because of our big Christmas party happening tonight at Raleigh's. Weather be damned. Right. We're, we're going to be there regardless. Yes, sir. And trust me, I am I have to drive an hour to get there. Mm-hmm. So I'm braving the elements.
1: And we've got to give away $800 in prizes and gift cards. we got to right. give away WeFest tickets. we, we got Fest to give away tickets. the Reba jackets. The Reba McIntyre
0: leather jacket. Can I be 100% honest with you? I'm sad to see it go. You were wearing it. That thing has been a part of my family's life, mm-hmm. our entire lives in Minnesota. Buy a raffle ticket tonight. Half of my son's life, that Reba McIntyre jacket has been a part. Yeah, if I buy a raffle ticket and win, how does that look?
1: Well, we're not going to pull the numbers. We'll have someone else pull the numbers. Uh, no,
0: I couldn't do that. Because
1: if you win it, we're going to raffle it off again next at year, our next event.
0: Hey, at least I get one year of wearing the Reba McIntyre jacket. But let me get back to the point of what I was saying here. Please. You want to treat today as a Friday show. You want to do the Friday show open. Yes, sir. You want to do quick mixes. Yes, sir. All that. I want to do text message shout outs. But here's the problem. We're the only ones that are in a Friday mindset because mm-hmm. we're taking tomorrow off because of the big party tonight at Raleigh's.
1: And for, for all we know, listenership could be down because a lot of schools, schools are like, some are, my school, just, my kid's school just got canceled.
0: So I don't know. I don't know if it's a good idea to treat this as a Friday. Now, you know, I just happen to have brought in a five hour energy, which is my Friday treat. I'm just saying, man, and I brought one in so we can do it. Mm-hmm. But is everybody else be like, well, it's great that y'all are having so much fun, but I got to get up for work tomorrow. Hey, it's not like we're going to Bermuda. No. We're going to
1: Raleighs and you can come with.
0: Yeah, you can party along and you can call in sick tomorrow. That's right. Tell them you ended up in a ditch or something like that.
1: Oh, God, don't put that oh, out no. there.
0: I mean, may Tell I got a
1: touch of the bubble guts? May, <laughs> which, which may happen. <laughs> there, there's no, there's no, you know, right. bad juju putting out there. Right. You have a few drinks. Oh,
0: oh, oh. There you go. By the way, are we getting a pizza at Raleighs tonight? Proprietary blend. I'm 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 almost more excited for that pizza mm-hmm. than I am for our party. Why wouldn't you be? <laughs>
1: Raleigh's pizza
0: is off the charts, man. Look
1: at the textures right there. Hey, save the la save that five hour energy for the Christmas party from Luke. Okay, I'll, I'll have a second one. Kevin says do the Friday open. Aaron, it's my Friday. Jack, do Friday.
0: I wrote a rap though this morning for the Oh no. Can I tell you what the rap was? It was good too. I thought about it this morning. Tonight's the night of our party at Raleigh's. Mm -hmm. It's a Christmas party without any hollies. We'll be giving away that Reba... No, dang it. We'll be giving away the Reba leather, Mm -hmm. so come on out despite the weather. Yeah, Mike says do it Friday. Jack, Friday (laughs) party today. Michelle, it's
1: my Friday too.
0: Okay. Hopefully
1: all y'all who have Fridays too, I I guarantee y'all better be at the Raleigh's tonight.
0: It'll be, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. I'm so excited for it. I'm going to be doing some live quick mixes. I got my tux yesterday mm-hmm. from a Wedding and Tuxedo Connection. Which, that looks fly. We've got to bring that up. Why? That I'm going to be the best looking one there? Uh, I don't mind. I don't I'll mind being, jeans. I know you are because okay. you, you, you have no self-respect. I, on the <laughs> other hand, <laughs> do. Oh. I, on the other hand, care what I look like when I go out in public. I try and teach my kids this. Hey,
1: look, the text rolling in, everyone's saying do the Friday.
0: Can I say something, though, about the tuxedo? I was maybe a little tipsy the last time I was at Raleigh's, and I saw the owners of Wedding and Tuxedo Connection. Yes. And they hooked me up with that tux when we went to New York. CMA party. Which was fly. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, maybe a tux, because I thought this was a Christmas party, maybe we'll be dressing up a little bit. And so I was like, I'd love to do a tux for the Christmas party. Mm -hmm. But I stand by my decision, because that thing looks smooth. It does look Nice. I'm not wearing. Them. I'll be the. I know you won't. How about a tuxedo T-shirt? If I picked one of those up <laughs> for you on the way,
1: <laughs> Can we, I, I actually got a new mugshot T-shirt. I think I'm going to wear
0: tonight. What about a What about a Christmas sweater? Not a, not an ugly Christmas sweater, but like a real Christmas sweater,
1: no. like a, like a dad would wear. No. All right. Jason says, hey, I wish I could come to the show tonight, but I have to get up early for garbage pickup on Friday. Hey, man, come on. You can do that, too. He says, enjoy, gentlemen. I think you're going to have more people than you think tonight. I don't know, man. The weather, the fact that it's us, I don't know. <laughs> Cole says, hey, both of you guys should be wearing a tux. Cole? Cole? Hell no. I'm he even texting a picture from Step Brothers. Can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Won't do it. No, I'm proud to be wearing the tux. I have respect. Uh, Kevin from Foley checking in. Good morning. Pam what says, up, Pam was the one at the sawmill. She says, My dad says he can't go to Raleigh's because my mom won't let him cross the street by himself. <laughs>
0: I was like my wife.
1: <laughs> Bring them. You you are in charge of your dad. Pam. Bring them on. Uh, Brett says good morning from Cold Spring. Ben and Brock checking in from hey. Avon this morning. Hey. Uh, Mick or Mike. I'm mean, the Mick. It's Mic. I'm gonna go with Mike. Drop the Mick. I'm gonna go with him. He says hey, driving to Monticello. Michaela. I'm gonna go with Mike. Then I'm going. Oh with man. Him. Megan from Candy Ohio, do the Friday show. Keep me entertained while moving that snow. Oh, girl. Wait, who's doing that? Megan. Hey, girl, go get it. Out there doing the plow thing. Tim, check it in. Tim York, of course, he the one who bought the Reba jackets. The Reba jacket,
0: which is going to be gone as of tonight. Being out to
1: Off tonight. I'm bringing one of these book bags that these kids put together for the uh, homeless veterans. You will see where your money. You are putting in for the raffle tonight.
0: Is that's, going. That's where every single penny goes thanks to Tim who bought
1: the Reba jacket. Absolutely. This is not oh, we're going to donate 20% of the pro-. No. The whole the damn whole thing. thing. Jesse says, "Morning guys. Enjoy your early Friday." Hey! Tony from Central Florida. What the? Listening to you guys every morning on my way to work.
0: You lucky SOB. How much snow you guys got down there, man?
1: Squadoosh. Good morning, Kelly and Wood from Jenna in Spicer. Aaron. Hey, keep it spicy. Good morning, boys. Aaron, the polar guy on my way to work, running a little behind this morning, but we're driving safe.
0: Hey, man, yeah, keep it between the lines. The drive was bad this morning.
1: Looking for some first-time textures. 320 656 I told you we wouldn't get any. Stop it. Carrie, good morning from Kimball. Uh, love the To be there tonight But 24 hour shift tomorrow Holy Lord have mercy How's that a thing? Do you just take a nap? Is that legal in America? Well, I know, like, some medical professionals have shifts like that. But 24, that sounds like that's too much, man. And don't firemen have, but they, they like, just live at the firehouse, right? right?
0: If there's a fire, they got to jump into action, but
1: they get to get some sleep. Slide down the pole. Right. Oh, and then, yeah. boom, into action. That's right. But I think they have, like, those shifts. Uh, Siebert from St. Cloud, he's coming tonight. Siebert, I knew that we'd see Sievert there. He says, I want to give a big shout-out to Jack, thanking him for giving me the night off for the party tonight. Hey! Brenton, good morning from Rice. Nolan, good morning, y'all. Love waking up to you guys every Aww, we day. Love, we love you being there from Nolan and Jenny. Brandon, good morning. We'll see you guys tonight. Brandon, the barbecue guy. Hey, Jesse. How much are the bar, are the raffle tickets? I think we're going a dollar piece. Just a dollar, yeah dollar piece. And, but the more you buy, clearly the higher your odds of winning. You could literally buy a hundred if you would like. You can buy whatever you want. Every penny goes to charity. Good morning. Have fun at your party tonight from Laura Nico. Hope to make it out tonight. Wood and Hugh Hefner. Nico from Princeton. Nico definitely saw the picture of that suit. <laughs> that tux is
0: dope. I don't care what you saw.
1: I've done 36 hour shifts from Seaver. Seaver, quit bragging, man. Yeah, come you on, not get man. anything from that. That's
0: a coach you call a one-upper.
1: First time texter. Alright, we got one. Good morning from Jake in St. Cloud. I wanted to. I still think we can get to. It's tough on a Thursday with a snow emergency going on. People aren't going to school. Everything's delayed. I don't care. I think we're good, to get to. Tony, see, he's the one in Central Florida. He says it's sixty eight degrees in Central Florida. Come on, man. Wood, move down here in June. Not really missing the winter weather. Just just Wood, not me. Leave Kelly behind. No. <laughs> 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 like you've always talked about doing Hey! Michelle from Eden Valley, planning on being there tonight. Come on, Michelle. Come on out there, see oh, us. Chantel, good morning, guys. Sashay. See you tonight. Chantel. I won't lie to you. That was it.
0: I, it's a little, I knew what it would be like. A lot of people aren't even in their car this morning. Well, well you know, I, A, hey,
1: if you're even still listening, you can always text in 320 656 9453. That is the first time ever we have not hit our text, first time texting. I knew
0: more. we wouldn't. I knew that we wouldn't.
1: It was a funky day. And
0: I tried to tell you that, and now my feelings are hurt. You know what would <laughs> make me feel better though? Let's give the people what they want. Let's just give the people what they want. I knew
1: you were going to
0: do it. This, I knew you were going to do somebody it. Somebody asked for it. It's the perfect weather for it. We got a little extra time. Come on, man. It's icy everywhere right now in Minnesota. But don't worry. You're going to be just fine. Minnesota Shuffle. Wintertime up in the bold north. But we can't stop moving. Got to keep it back and forth. To the job, to, to the, the, the house, to the, the, the grocery store. You got places to be, and you can't be sore. But there's ice on the ground. Ice in the streets. There's ice everywhere in Big Sheets. So you gotta be careful You don't wanna struggle Break it down, down to do the Minnesota shuffle Shuffle on that ice Shuffle on that ice Shuffle on that Shuffle on that Shuffle on that ice Shuffle on that ice Shuffle on that ice Shuffle on that Shuffle on that Shuffle on that ice When I was a kid I didn't know what to do I would run real crazy And crack my tooth A busted elbow Or a bruised butt cheek I was from Minnesota Didn't matter to me No one told me that there was a better way to get around on these icy days. They say, Kelly, Kelly slow go. down. You don't wanna struggle, you wanna break it down and, and do th- the Minnesota th- shuffle. Right. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that, shuffle on that, shuffle on that ice, shuffle on that ice, shuffle on that ice, shuffle, shuffle on that, shuffle on that, shuffle on that ice. So now you know what to do this winter. Not to bust your butt and to be a winner. People from out of town will think it's great. On these long, cold winters in the state of lakes, They'll say, how do you even walk in this icy cold? We'll say, man, we do something a little more bold We don't fall down and we don't struggle We just break it on down to the Minnesota Shuffle really, Shuffle on that ice, shuffle on that ice Shuffle on that, shuffle on that, shuffle on that ice Shuffle on that ice, shuffle on that ice Shuffle on that, shuffle on that, shuffle on that
1: ice Everyone of you wish that should I do that live? Tonight? That was on. Oh God! Hey, first time texter. Good morning. This is Corey with uh, with Little Falls driving to Rice. The roads suck. First time texter. Good morning, all. First time texter. Front end loader in Saint Cloud. Leroy. Can you do sports in seven seconds? No. First time texter. Jen Eden Valley. First time texter. Number two, that's all they texted in. Man,
0: I don't know all where in the listening area that it's snowing right now. Mm-hmm. I think everywhere. Every single place, if you if you can hear the sound of our voice right now. So take it easy, man. The drive-in this morning was worse than yesterday.
1: Is this our fault for mocking the name Diaz yesterday of Winter Storm Diaz? Well, I don't know. When did we start naming Winter storms? Someone actually reached out to me later on the day and said, it's uh, apparently it was something just a few years ago to raise awareness about how nasty some winter storms can get.
0: Oh, great. Yeah, that really did it. Well, do, do we need to raise awareness? We know they're nasty. But not everywhere else. I, I had a thought this morning. You know how we always talk about the 24-hour news cycle? Yes. And how they have to keep us afraid to keep us tuning in? Because mm-hmm. you feel like, well, if I don't tune in, then I'm uninformed. Missing something. If I do tune in, I'm misinformed. But do you think they're doing the same thing with the weather? Because the first thing I had on my phone when I woke up this morning was winter storm warning, you know. Batting down the hatches And I'm like Okay I get it This is The Midwest, we do get snow, and we do know how to handle it.
1: Right, but if you're one of these things that don't tell you about it, then someone could accuse you of not caring about it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why your A-L-E-X-A will tell you about it. Right. Your news channels will tell you about it. Two yahoos on country radio will tell you about it. But
0: are they just trying to keep us coming back? Are they trying to fear monger us into keeping, to keep using the Weather Channel app?
1: I don't think so. I think it's just one of those things that if you don't do it, you can be accused of not caring, so everyone just does it, and then you get it from... Literally every direction. Yeah. Versus back in the day, you got your news from like two different places and they told you about it.
0: That's true. That makes a lot of sense. But I was just like, all right, we get it. It's going to snow, it's going to be nasty. I don't need the constant alerts. But we know how
1: to handle it. Like our, Tony who texted in this morning from Central Florida. Yeah. He doesn't care about it.
0: Well, he's probably from here. Otherwise, why would he be listening? Well, I, but you know what I'm saying. I don't think we have a huge fan base. <laughs> he's not getting it from every direction. He's
1: to get it from two yahoos in the morning. That's true. On the country radio.
0: Yesterday, though, was the because it was kind of warmer, it was the perfect snowball fight snow. Mm-hmm. Do kids even have snowball fights? They probably have them on the Xbox. I'm I
1: think, think I, now, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think you're allowed to have them in school anymore. No, because I tell you what—that was you want to talk about. Because kids would put a rock in there. That was the closest I will ever get to Vietnam. Now I'm not. I'm not making v, I'm not making light of Vietnam. No one thought you were. I'm telling you, when you went out to recess, and there were you know five different classes getting out at the same time. Oh yeah. A. No one knew who anyone was. It was mayhem. Literally, a kid named Charlie could be hiding around any corner. Yeah, and they'd earhole you if you weren't looking. Can I tell you something?
0: I was traumatized so much by a snowball fight when I was a kid. I would get anxiety when there was going to be one on the playground. <laughs> we were oh at God. This- I would look for kids like you. We were in North Minneapolis at this sledding hill called Theater Worth. It's where everybody from the hood went to go sledding. Right? Yeah. And it was always like those guys, you know those guys, they seemed really old at the time but they were probably 18, 19. Uh-huh. And they were too really they were old too old to be hanging out with a bunch of kids. Right? But they were there because they were losers. Of course. And they started a snowball fight one time. Why not? And I'll never forget running through the woods <coughs> and I could hear these snowballs whizzing past my head. And like hitting trees and just exploding on the side of me, on all sides. And I'll never, I I, I so vividly remember what that felt like and what that looked like. And me and my friend, Tim Owens, I only had one friend growing up. His name was Tim. And I remember sitting there thinking, dude, we're going to die out here because those things are icy and they're throwing them like 18 and 19 year olds. And we're like 10. Uh Uh-huh. And I hated snowball fights ever since that day.
1: Oh man, that was great. Because I was one of those kids. I was the loser kid. If you up, loser. Oh, it's Target rich. <laughs> Even if they amass together, it's not like it's going to hurt.
0: I, I still think about that to this day. And I remember just booking down through the woods, hoping to get back to my house at some point. <laughs> and it was a long, I mean, I was probably three, four miles from home, you know? And I was like, oh my God, I just want to get home. I don't care that my home sucks and it's filled <laughs> with cigarette smoke and two drunk parents. I just want to be in the safety of those four walls. <laughs> And meanwhile on all sides of me, boosh, boosh, whoo, whoo, these snow I'm like, how do they have so many snowballs? <laughs> like a Michael Bay film. Like while we're all in school, they're out making snowballs at you know, all day long, attacking little children that show up that just want to Yay, it's a snow day you know, we're sledding down Sunset Hill. Oh, I hate it! I, I, I'm, I'm reliving some trauma here. I love that story. That took me back. I'm reliving some trauma, and and I always think back like, who were those loser kids that were like smoking and? We were up. misunderstood. <laughs> thank you very much. Misunderstood,
1: getting smoking, drinking Mad Dogs. Nah, get a job. Go, nah, go push carts. Nah, listen. It's about 3:20. Those kids are gonna be out here. In <laughs> no time. Hustle it up. <laughs> we got to make them nice and icy. You know what it was for me as a kid is we had a crabapple tree. Do you know what a crabapple is? Yeah, I know what a crabapple is. Okay, we had a tree in my yard, and my dad would have crabapple fights with me and my brother. Oh,
0: those sting, I bet.
1: I was like six. My brother was four, you know, I and mean, we were only two years. We would get a little older. Even when I was like nine and he was seven... It was like, do you remember American Gladiators? Yeah, of Where they have I Blaze do. up there with that gun, that tennis ball gun. That was my dad with just a bushel of crab apples, and my brother and I just trying to run from bush to bush. And let me tell you, my old man, he didn't hold back. I, I, something about you being you, I would think that your old man would not hold back. And I tell you, I still remember this one day. I caught one in the side of the neck. <laughs> I, honest to God, thought my neck had broke. <laughs> The right side of my body uh-huh. kind of went numb, and I'm just like, I'm telling Ben, I'm like, go without me. Dad <laughs> <And I> just <laughs> pop, pop, pop. and down. I uh, boy alive! That, but hey, I love that man because if we ever got a shot at him, because you know, all of a sudden my brother would take off. Right? He, hey, I learned cover me. <laughs> Give me a couple, <laughs> man. If I ever saw him with his head turned,
0: I yeah. tell you, I went for broke. I got, I want I didn't see a single kid outside yesterday in the snow. Mm-hmm. That bummed, although it was a little bit sloppy and wet, but I, it just like that was like our thing when we were kids, man. It's like oh my god, let's go, let's go build a fort and a snowman, and <laughs> let's go traumatize Kelly with another snowball fight.
1: That was the wettest snow though yesterday. Let's put some wonder
0: bags on our
1: feet and head on out. I'm telling you, I did like a little because my thankfully my neighbor snowblowed my driveway. Oh, that's nice because they borrowed my snowblower. Ah, and. I had to do the walk still, and I was telling you I was like, "Oh, this is like that heart attack snow." Yeah, that they call it. That was so
0: heavy. The extra. old widowmaker.
1: Um, this is the most dramatic snowbite, I a uh, snowball fight I have ever heard from Denise. Yeah,
0: it was. To the, the fact that I was ten and I can still remember it to this day, mm-hmm. and I remember now I, I may be dramatizing it a little. No bit, way. But I remember running through the path and looking to my right, and. <laughs> boom, <the snow. laughs> And I was like, that was 100% ice. And just... (laughs) My childhood wasn't very fun. <laughs> uh, I would disagree. That sounded like a blast. Thanks to kids like you, Wood, who should have been in school, but we're traumatizing children.
1: Now, uh, can, I, can I switch gears here? Uh, please, please, yes. Uh, tonight, of course, the Kelly and Wood Christmas Party. Right. This is another event we are doing this year. We would love for you to come out. I understand the roads could be a little dicey day, but right. seriously, come on out. Someone texted in earlier, what time does it get started? We're going to be there at 5 o'clock. But we'll be setting
0: up and stuff.
1: like. Right, but we, if you want to come and hang out, we would love to talk with with you, i'll you have know, a drink with you have some drinks have a good time the the show itself starts at seven o'clock and we're gonna go tbd Which live music we have eight hundred dollars in cash and prizes we fest tickets uh we fest tickets we have the reba jacket we're uh raising money to uh, uh, auction off, or excuse me raffle off
0: how much do you think the reba jacket's gonna bring
1: in i am hoping we get i hope we get as much money as tim paid for it
0: yeah that would be nice that would be nice.
1: Tim is going to be there. We want to give him his credit and his due. Uh, we're, we're going to have all that. But I got stopped yesterday. And this, honestly, got... And I, I feel so bad, I didn't get this guy's name. Okay. I went and did some grocery sh- or, uh, Christmas shopping yesterday. Oh, nice. And as I was walking out, I got stopped by one of these people who like check receipts and everything.
0: Oh, Walmart then.
1: And the, the kid kind of was looking at me and he said, hey, I got my tattoo. Okay. And it kind of took me like a half second to figure out what it was. And he pulled up his sleeve and he had a breast cancer ribbon tattooed on his arm. Yeah. From our Kellyanne Wood tattoo event. Oh, wow. And he told me the story about that ribbon, about how he had someone close to him who battled breast cancer and was able to defeat it, and how he had someone else in his life who lost their battle with cancer. Oh, man. And he just said, "I, I just... I wanted to thank you. That was the first tattoo I ever got.
0: Wow. And
1: it means a lot to me to look down and see that. And he said, I also saw that you got the autistic puzzle piece at the event. I said, I did. Right. There's someone who's very close to me who I love with all my heart who has autism. Mm -hmm. And when I see that, I think of her. Right. And he said, I'm autistic too. And he says, it's really cool to me that you got that. Wow. Wow. And so we were just kind of walking out there, and as I was leaving, he said, Hey, I just wanted to thank you for doing that event. Wow. And it really kind of hit home, because, you know, like tonight, we're going to go have some fun.
0: Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: But we are going to raise money for this charity, these kids who put together backpacks for homeless veterans. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, we are going to have fun tonight. And the reason we're telling you to come on out is, A, we want to see you. B. We want to have fun with you, but C. We really want to raise a lot of money for this charity because well, there are homeless veterans in our area that these kids do good for.
0: One hundred percent, and and it's funny because we we've made we obviously made light of the Reba McIntyre autographed mm-hmm. jacket, you know, because it, it is funny, right? It's a, not autographed. I'm sorry, airbrush. Yeah, she didn't autograph it for us,
3: <laughs> right? We, we able, tried.
0: We weren't able to facilitate that, but it really does mean like, hey, we. Re- it's just a way for us to raise some money. Mm-hmm. So if you are out there tonight, realize that, you know, that's what we're trying to do with this whole thing. Right. And and that's so cool, man.
1: It, it really, and I again, I, I apologize. And if for some reason you know who he is, or if you're listening, man, thank you so much because that really, that little talk that's meant cool. the world to me. And I know, like, Sean at Fresh Skin Tattoo who put the event on with us. Yeah. That meant the world to him too. And to see how that affects And he may have just been somebody who came in, didn't say anything to anybody. I didn't get to hear his story that day and got that done. Or even came by later because he couldn't wait in line for 13 hours. (laughs) Right. It just goes to show you that there's cool things out there there's cool people out there and we are doing cool things and i don't mean that as kelly and i i mean us as a community
0: as a as a species
1: and if you listen to the show if you've ever been to one of our events or something i i absolutely include you in that that umbrella of doing cool things
0: and you're 100 right someone said something to me I, I was a guest on a podcast earlier this week mm-hmm. it was about it was about radio so yeah not very interesting to anybody outside of this business But he was saying that, because I was talking about, you know, we've had some success with our live events that we do for charity or whatever, Mm -hmm. and I said, that's cool to see, because that's what this is all about, after all. And he goes, the cool thing is, too, most people who are affected by what you do or the charity event will never talk to you or never say anything to you, and you have to remember that, that sometimes if you think, like, well, we did this event, but no one said that it was good for them or whatever, most people who are affected by it will never say anything. And, and that's okay. Right, one hundred percent, it's okay. But what I'm saying is, it's cool that someone actually did say something. Yeah, because it, it makes it does make us feel good. Like, cool. Okay, this is paying off, and people are feeling it. Because otherwise, we don't know.
1: You're right. And you know, there there will be homeless veterans who get these backpacks. And I'm bringing one of the back. Tracy dropped off one of the backpacks that these kids put together. You will see how much stuff they put in here mm-hmm. and how much they need this stuff. Right. And so, yeah, if we can raise some money tonight, and not only that, we're going to have a blast. Bob Layton, the owner of our company, is stepping up. We were going to have intern AJ. He can't be out there until super late in the night. Right. So we're going to do win the boss's lunch out there tonight. Instead of win the
0: intern's lunch.
1: And our boss, God love him, he said, do I have to get waxed? I said, no, 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 no. That's Zen Zen, (laughs) Brian, and Kelly. They're doing that. What about you? I'm going to be the MC of that event. Oh, you're a... I'm hairless. Douche. What do you want me to do? But uh, seriously, so if you're on the fence, if you're, I don't know if I want to go out there, come on out to Raleigh's tonight. See what it's about. Have a little bit of fun. You don't have to stay the whole time. Just come out. Introduce yourself. I love meeting people, putting faces to texters' names and things like that. I I would absolutely love to do it. Uh, Jody Texan, if you can't make the party, is there any way to still make a donation? It's actually a hell of a question.
0: We probably should have set something up for that. Should have, Jody. You know what? Uh, maybe maybe hey, Jody should be in charge. This is our first year doing it. So uh, you know, we're, we're literally trying to fix a car while it's moving. So. Uh,
1: but it will be at Raleighs. We will be out there at five o'clock. Come on out there. We'll have live music playing, and then the show will get started at seven. Josh, are you guys having something at Raleighs this weekend too? No, it's just tonight.
0: Just tonight. One night only. Grand opening. Grand closing.
1: So again, brave the weather. Come on out there. We would love to see you. And uh, you know what? It's going to be so much fun. I'm not. I, and I'm not telling you to beg you. I'm you because there may be some people who are like ah I don't want to and here's the thing if you don't want to like play any of the games and you just want to come hang out that's cool too right well,
0: but but <clears throat> excuse me should we also say what we're I feel like we're talking a lot about this party but um here's how you're going to win the Wii Fest tickets tonight if you participate in anything that we do right whether it's cuz we're going to do like a thing where we're going to ask questions of the crowd and we'll have Brian mm-hmm. Riley walking around with a mic even if you participate in that you get a raffle ticket. Mm-hmm. If you come up on stage and play a game, you get an extra raffle ticket. Mm-hmm. At the end of the night, we're going to draw. So if you participate in something we did, anything, even if you just give us a comment on something, right. you get a ticket, and somebody who gets a ticket will be winning the Wii Fest tickets at the end of the night.
1: And as, those are three-day passes to see Morgan yeah, Wallen, everybody. So even if you grab it and you're like, hey, I uh, hate the Minnesota shuffle. Cool. Boom. There you go. Now, Kelly will cry.
0: No one's ever said that. I'll have to build him back together. Except for Becca, who texted in and said, if I never had to hear that again, I'd be all right.
1: Uh, Mike texted in and said, Good God,
0: no one asked for this. That's not true, though.
1: That That, that is not true. People do ask for it.
0: That's a lie. So,
1: Kevin, the party starts at 7 o'clock. 5 o'clock we'll be there hanging out. Come on out to Raleigh's. I'm going to have to delete this song.
0: All right, here we go. Uh, Let's do some history because
1: the streets are talking
0: that's right that's that's what the people show up for all right Uh, it was on on this day in 1939
2: (laughs) you go where shall i go what shall i do frankly my dear i don't give a damn
0: gone with the wind premiered in atlanta never seen it by the way gone with the wind is a great movie it really is
1: 20 minutes and i figured out this wasn't a war flick but there's some more don't elements
0: do. to it. Well, yeah, there's not like battlefield scenes or anything like not that. Not enough to keep me going. No, I thought Gone with the Wind was a great movie. And maybe one of the most famous quotes of all time. But Fra- even I know that line. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Uh, it was on this day in 1965. Sorry, 66. Walt Disney died at the age of 65. Or did he? And of course, there's a... Well, he's... Well, is yeah, because there's a big conspiracy theory about that—that that he was actually frozen, like he had his head frozen.
1: I don't think that's a conspiracy. I think well, he is frozen.
0: But that, and then that they would thaw him out when there was a cure for brain cancer. Isn't that what? Isn't that what killed him? Something like that, or there was some brain disease.
1: Whatever they were going. It wasn't that a. Uh, wasn't that a Mel Gibson movie too? That they yeah, thought him out like and he thought years. out. Then didn't he fall in love with his daughter? No, he fell in love with someone, but then he aged at
0: like the same speed. So like in a small amount of time he got up to the age he was supposed to be. Nah, I, I think it was Benjamin
1: know. Button. No, he aged backwards. Yeah. So he st- he started out old and then got young. I was forever young. Somebody just texted that in. That okay. was a that was another movie I thought was a war movie. I was out after fifteen minutes. But
0: the conspiracy theory is Let it go. Let it go. That so many people were Googling is Walt Disney frozen. That they came out with the movie Frozen to throw people off.
1: So now you have to go like page six, right, to look for that result. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Disney's got enough money to do it. This
0: reminds me of my daughter being young, man. Mm-hmm. Makes me so sad. She's not anymore. No, she's not. She's 13, yeah. and she hates when I bring up that she used to love Frozen. Never bothered me anyway. Cherish it, would I do? Brother. Cherish it. And then in 1979, one of the hardest games of all time, Trivial Pursuit, was created. Yeah, I just hunt for the sports. Players. That's a boy. That's a tough one. I dominate sports, though. I'm sure you do. Mm-hmm. There's not a single. There's not a single thing in Trivial Pursuit I'm good at.
1: I, I can do entertainment, okay, but sports. It's my wheelhouse. That's your wheelhouse. Everything else, I'm literally hoping for a multiple choice. I only got one birthday for you today, man. Come on.
0: One of the best scenes in The Wedding Singer, that's <laughs> when that dude is driving a DeLorean. And he pulls up to get Julia yeah. and, and lifts his door on the DeLorean, and this is just Julia Julia?
1: Julia, Julia, that's funny. You want to talk about My. making cops look cool? Oh man, wearing they were, those suits—they were all rich, doing coke all the time. I'm like, Did, wait a second—didn't one of them drive a Ferrari or yeah. something like that? But that was also Magnum PI. Magnum PI had a butler, right. a helicopter, and a Ferrari. <laughs> no, TC had the helicopter. I think he would give tours
0: of the Hawaiian Islands. Didn't he work for Magnum, though? He, he would do a little side hustle with Magnum. He was a subcontractor. Come on, okay. we got to hurry up. It's Don Johnson's birthday.
1: Uh, 69 because it's
0: funny. It's not funny <laughs> at all. It hasn't Pretty been f- funny anytime you've ever said it. Uh, it's it's been- wrong. He's, 70, he's <laughs> Don Johnson is 73 today. Jeez. So good for him. He made it. Okay. Uh, and of course, if it's your birthday today, we'd like to wish you a happy birthday as well.